live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome indeed, everybody. Welcome aboard today's show. And from coast to coast, border to border, and up into Canada, thanks for tuning in today. It's great to have all of you here with us. Today, Mary and I were coming to you from our New York area studio. While Rudy, he's out in L.A., he's linked in from the Blue Lifestyle studio. So, hello, Mary. Hello, Rudy. Good day. Hello. Uh, We always struggle with who's going to say hello first. Um, Rudy, how are you? And uh, hello to everyone out there listening today. The heat wave has broken here in New York after three long days of almost 90 degree weather. And it's only May. Today it's what, 57 degrees? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. How are things in LA, uh, Rudy? What's going on in LA, Rudy? Oh, it's beautiful. It's going to be 80 here today by the beach. And, uh, you know, what's uh, the jacaranda trees? We don't. I didn't have those on the East Coast, and I certainly don't have them in Minnesota. Those are those great purple, purple trees with blossoms. Yeah, they're full yeah, glory they're everywhere. Just beautiful. Oh, by the way, I went to the uh, Museum of Broken Relationships yesterday. I, I think we did you an interview did. In the last week or two. Uh, it's down in uh, all that cheesy stuff down there on Hollywood Boulevard. But uh, it was very cool. It was very, very touching. They have a little confession booth and a big uh, sort of notebook where people go in and write things and uh, a little electric candles burning and but i mean oh. what's on display is very well done very well done and, and you should leave there hopefully feeling better than the relationship you're in hopefully i was there with a with a, a date and i said let's not let this happen to us afterwards mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right well well folks you know before we get into the meat of today's show we've got some new affiliates that we want to welcome we've been doing that a lot this year thankfully and these are going to be the 32nd 33rd 34th and 35th newest stations to our lineup uh, and they're going to push us to 320 weekly affiliates across the network. Wow. All right. I'll start us off with a warm welcome and hello to AM920 WBLF and FM106.3 WBLF in State College, Pennsylvania. That's the home of the Nittany Lions and Penn State University. Yes, it is. And another big hello and thanks to all at AM1320 WDMJ and AM1240 WIAN. That's in Marquette and Ishpeming, Michigan. It's a new one to me. Uh, You'll find both those uh, towns in the Upper Peninsula, otherwise known as the UP, which uh, borders Lake Superior up north. It does. So, you know, again, we sincerely thank all of the new stations uh, and the other 316 that have been with us, many of you dating back to when we started the program way back in 2004. Uh, You know, and we say this a lot, but each week it's our goal to engage on travel and the many industries that it supports. And, you know, we really do hope that something in our broadcast entices you to go experience the world and have a little more fun in, in our lives. Uh, so, but now, I want to alert everybody that listening, new travel polls just went up on RudyMaxa.com. We're currently asking how many miles you'll drive this Memorial Day weekend. There are five options to choose from. And we're also asking you, what are your most favorite segments of this program? And again, you've got five options to choose from. Uh, so, you know, do vote and let us know your opinions. Uh, you know, Mary, Rudy, and I, we enjoy seeing what all of you say. And On that note, I said last week uh, that we would give you the update of the most recent polls, and I want to do that. And, you know, Mary and Rudy, feel free to jump in any time here with what I'm going to share. Uh, First, we asked, what is your uh, dream river 
cruise destination. So what is your Dream River cruise uh, destination? And the results were Cambodia and Vietnam, 42%. Wow. Uh, the Danube River in Europe uh, was 23%. The Seine River uh, in Europe was 20%. Rhine River in Europe, 14%. But the Chobe River in Africa, nobody wants to go. Zero. Hmm. I was surprised Asia eclipsed Europe. Yeah, and, and by yeah. significant, almost double. I mean, tw- uh, right, 42% right. to 23 My only comment with that is there are uh, many more tour operators that are offering cruises in Cambodia and Vietnam now. So maybe the word is getting out and people are thinking, oh, I can do a river cruise there. Maybe they didn't realize well, that I would say for accommodation, if you don't increase. know what's there, that right. might have something to do with it. Nice so, way to see it. Uh, the second uh, question that we asked, if you were bumped from an oversold domestic flight, what level of reasonable compensation would you expect? And I would have to say many of you out there listening, you're pretty reasonable people, uh, because uh, number one was $1,500, 37%, but right behind it at 35% was $1,000, and they were the two lowest options you could choose from. 2500 was 12%, 5000 was 10%, and 10000 was 6%. So, you know, I know that 10000 is what United has <laughs> Dream <been>. on. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen, if it's a choice, <laughs> someone's going to take it. Yeah, so there are the results, and do vote in the new polls that are up there, and um, you know we'll share those with you in the coming weeks. So, Mary, what do we got coming up this Okay, time? so first up, we have UK author Sarah Uten will be here in segment two to talk about her journey across the planet by boat and bike, and narrowly escaping death while doing it. For segment three this hour, we'll talk about the role of the concierge in today's digital world with Sarah Ann Kasner, and Alan Ripp will be here in segment four to talk about virtual and closures for Jewish travelers in cities on Shabbos. And then towards the end of the hour, Jody Rolena, an editor with Reader's Digest, will be here to share uh, and talk about 10 practically secret national parks that you may want to put on your travel list. So uh, let's get to some travel news. Rudy, you want to start us off? I will. The Department of Homeland Security's consideration of banning laptop computers and tablets in the passenger cabinets of planes has led to a uh, m- led to a meeting this past Wednesday between American and European aviation officials. The U.S. is considering enforcing that ban on all transatlantic flights, not just certain ones from designated countries. Europe, however, said it isn't so sure. This is, of course, all in response to reports that terrorists are or are about to perfect hiding explosives in those devices. Travel industry is up in arms. Uh, it fears a sharp drop in business travelers. Those are the flyers who spend the most on airline tickets and hotels. And then there's this other possible side effect, lithium batteries have been known to catch fire in the cargo holds of planes. So if you take everyone's laptops and uh, notebooks and put them in the cargo hold, is there a fire risk of putting maybe hundreds of lithium-powered personal electronic devices in cargo holds? On the other side of the world, Australia is also considering imposing a ban that would prevent laptops and tablets in the passenger cabins of all incoming flights to Australia. Well, (laughs) the Australian Prime Minister declined to say whether his country's concern was related to an Islamic group's threat that Donald Trump reportedly discussed when visiting Russian diplomats were at the White House recently. I did see that about Australia. You know, mm-hmm. as, so as Mary just mentioned, you know, coming up in segment five this hour, we're going to be speaking with Jody Rolena. She's the editor with Reader's Digest. But I saw this week a report where Reader's Digest, they ranked their most trusted brands. And I want to congratulate Carnival Cruise Line on being named the most trusted cruise line in America by Reader's Digest for the third consecutive year. Hmm. The poll surveyed 5,500 Americans nationwide. They asked participants to rate the products that they trusted across 40 different categories, including things like quality, value, and reliability. And Carnival received more votes than any other cruise line. So, Mary? Okay, I just real quickly here, because I think we want to try and get to Rudy's uh, story about Italy. Um, Due to an expected increase in airline travelers this summer, the TSA has announced they will be bolstering its workforce. They will be uh, upgrading the workforce with 2,000 additional officers and 50 more canine teams in an attempt to um, 
have not happened what happened last summer with the long, long summer line. So long, long, long. long, long. Rudy, real quickly, can you touch on that Italy story? Well, yeah, uh, Italy wants to give away 100 historic buildings in the country, castles, farmhouses, schoolhouses, monasteries. All you got to do is uh, commit to turning those properties into visitors attractions like hotels, restaurants or stores. They're looking for entrepreneurial minded men and women under the age of 40. So draw up an application, get it in by June 26. You might get chosen. They're going to put another 200 underused properties on the market in the next two years. Nice to have you with us. Nice to have you tuned in to Rudy Max's Rules of Carries. Up next, a woman cheats death on a quest to bike and boat around the world. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Taking a much-needed vacation can add years to your life, but planning it can be so stressful. If you want to take the stress out of finding your perfect vacation rental, go to Tripping.com. Tripping.com gives you direct access to millions of properties all in one place so you don't have to search 10 different sites. Easily compare prices, locations, and amenities. Save an average of 18% per night when you book on tripping.com slash Rudy. Visit tripping.com slash Rudy to find your perfect vacation rental. Or you can visit the radio show website, rudymaxa.com and look for more info under sponsors. Today, when we walk into a store or go online, we can find all types of bed sheets. Most are made overseas along with the materials, not at Redland Cotton. Their sheets are 100% made in the U.S., starting with a seed in the ground on a family farm. From seed to finished product, these sheets are top quality. They're exceptionally soft, breathable cotton sheets, stitched with the highest craftsmanship. In a world where finding quality products is becoming increasingly more difficult, check out the collection at redlandcotton.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. A house caught fire in Racine, Wisconsin recently. No one was at home and the problem soon got out of control. At the end of the day, the house sustained over $40,000 in damages. If you're not there when a fire starts, who will be there to save your home? With Simply Safe Home Security, your smoke detectors will immediately alert emergency services at the first sign of a fire. Get a 10% discount today when you go to simplysaferudy.com. That's simplysaferudy.com for 10% off your home security system, or you can visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. And simply is spelled S-M-I-P-L-I. Alma Waterways River Cruises are all about ensuring you enjoy the destinations as well as the journey itself. Immerse in local cultures and sites and enjoy luxury accommodations as you travel from one stunning city to the next. Every Alma Waterways River Cruise includes small group tours and excursions in every port of call, plus all your meals and fine wines and beer with lunch and dinner. You'll get free Wi-Fi and bicycles to explore on your own or join guided bike tours of charming towns. Discover Europe, Asia, and Africa with the best at amawaterways.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Rudy, Robert, and Mary call anytime at 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. And this segment of the program is sponsored by AMA Waterways. If river cruises interest you, you'll find none better than the experience provided by AMA Waterways. They're the best for river cruising in Europe on the Seine, the Danube, the Douro, the Rhine Rivers, and others. They also offer Cambodia and Vietnam on the Mekong River and a terrific river cruise in Africa on the Chobe River. This family-owned company believes in touching every aspect of your river cruise experience to keep you coming back for more. The level of service provided is industry-leading and award-winning. They offer intimate, luxurious adventures that are affordable and unlike anything you'll find anywhere else. Whether you spend time on the popular sun deck or the pool, 
or that's at the pool, I should say, or engage in small group cultural tours that are all designed to meet your interests, or even enjoy a leisurely bike tour through a city or picturesque countryside, your Ama Waterway ship will feel like a home away from home. What we like is they don't nickel and dime you, and their all-inclusive cruises include larger cabins, truly delicious meals with fine wines and beer, local tours filled with history, the arts, food, and many other amenities. And right now, they're offering some excellent early booking specials. So you definitely want to check them out at AMA Waterways. That's amawaterways.com, or you can go to rudymexa.com and just look under sponsors. Speaking of waterways, those are the highways plied partly on an around-the-world trip by my next guest. Her name is Sarah Uten. We're reaching her in Oxford, England, and uh, she has written a new book about going around the world using only bikes and boats. This is not an easy quest, as Sarah Uden describes in her new book called Dare to Do, Taking on the Planet by Bike and Boat. Ms. Uden, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thank you for having me, Rudy. Let's get right down to the diff- – well, no, let's, let's wait, and we'll talk about uh, your experience in the, uh, in the Indian Ocean in a, in a moment. First of all, uh, what I ask folks who do things I could never imagine is why? Mm-hmm. That's a question lots of people ask. I think it stems from a love of journeying and particularly making journeys under my own power because I think when you travel slowly and um, sort of quietly, you get to see so much more of everything that's going on around you, Uh, be that people, landscapes, animals. uh, You really sort of are immersed in in your surroundings. And um, this journey came from a journey I did previously uh, in 2009, and I rode solo across the Indian Ocean. And that was my first big solo trip. And whilst I was out at sea, sort of spending four months by myself in this little boat, um, I got to thinking about what I'd like to do next. And it, it, seemed, uh, it seemed the way to go to me that I'd actually like to make a longer journey, one that included land as, as well as ocean, so that I could meet people on the way. So that because, was really- the Indian, because the Indian Ocean just wasn't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's uh, it's that thing about sort of being inspired, isn't it, by doing something and getting a taste for it, and that just fuels even more curiosity. And I think in that it had been a really big challenge, it sort of empowers you to, to be able to imagine something um, that might be even bigger that's essentially just a version of, of what you did before. Now, when you say you sail across the Indian Ocean by yourself, well, you didn't sail, excuse me, you kayaked across the Indian Ocean, literally by yourself, or did you have a, a boat accompanying you? I was um, rowing by myself on, on all the rowing sections, which was just uh, me and the boat. There was no support boat except for the sort of first mile out from shore and then uh, the final bit towards land. On the kayaking sections of my London to London journey, I was accompanied by um, another kayaker called Justine Kagenvan because my kayaking skills weren't sort of up to the standard of paddling that I'd, I'd need to complete some of the crossings. Um, but certainly on the ocean, I was totally alone, just me, my boat, and whatever wildlife passed by. My guest is Sarah Uten. She is the author of a new book called Dare to Do. It's a, a very inspiring story about taking on uh, the, the subtitle is Taking on the Planet by Bike and Boat. So in 2012, you're in the Indian Ocean. Things are going relatively well um, on your boat. And uh, then you hear word about some rough water coming up, and you, uh, you're on the Gulliver, and you have a choice to make, whether or not to, to head into the storm and face it, or whether to wait it out. You decided to take the tough route. 
so that was actually the Pacific Ocean. Oh, in was it Pac- what did I, where did I say? The Indian Ocean? I'm sorry. The Pacific Indian Ocean. Pacific yeah, Ocean, I'm sorry. A couple of years before, but uh, so the Pacific Ocean, I was 700 miles out from Japan. And as you say, there was a huge storm forecast, a typhoon. And my weather router, um, communicating over the satellite phone, he said, you know, do you want to wait it out or do you want to get picked up before the storm um, before the storm arrives and all the other shipping moves out of the area. And after a, sort of a couple of days of thinking hard and looking at all the data, I decided that I would stay and, and wait it out. And um, let me interrupt you, Sarah. Getting picked up means you lose your boat? That, that's it. So I didn't want to get picked up on the grounds that the storm could change direction. I thought the boat would be able to handle the conditions that were coming and uh, I, yeah, I didn't want to risk losing my boat. Um, and I suppose one of the things I've learned in my journey is there's not always a right or wrong decision. Sometimes it is just the decision you make at the time. And as it happened, I, I did have to be picked up after the storm because my boat had um, sustained so much damage to communications equipment, uh, to sort of antennas, there were holes in the boat. Uh, there were lots of things I wouldn't have been able to repair and, and carry on myself safely. So actually sort of halfway through the storm, when I clocked all this damage had happened, I requested assistance and 36 hours later, the Japan Coast Guard arrived and picked me up and took me home. And unfortunately, I, I did lose my boat Gulliver. We weren't able to take him on board with us. 36 hours sounds like a long time to be in a typhoon waiting for a rescue. Yeah, well, the whole system was three days long, and it was easily the scariest three days of, of my life. It's sort of something you wouldn't wish on anybody to be in those conditions. Sort of like the, first, the sorry, the worst fairground ride you could imagine, and some just uh, really sort of violent conditions. But you were undaunted. You were undaunted. And what did you do next? I returned home to the UK, and I was determined that I wanted to get back out to sea again. Uh, there were just two problems, though. One was that, obviously, I'd lost my boat, and they're very expensive. So, uh, luckily, the insurance paid out and allowed me to buy a second-hand boat that we could modify and strengthen and, and go back out the following spring. But that wasn't after a really huge um, sort of journey through a, a, a big depression and sort of PTSD-type symptoms from, from the storm's um, sort of trauma, I suppose. So it was a really huge effort to get back out to the Pacific in 2013, but uh, I knew that I needed to make that journey again. There was still so much more to come. I don't think a listener has, any of our listeners have any difficulty understanding that there was an aftershock and, and an aftermath to being rescued uh, in the middle of a typhoon and losing your losing your your boat. Um, the surprising thing is you went back out and 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 went at it again. How did you how did you get how did you pull out of the darkness and get back into the light? Yeah, there were a few different things really. Uh, first of all, the support of a psychotherapist and my doctor, and just sort of the support of people around me. I think um, certainly in the UK, there's a huge stigma around mental health, and we're quite private about it you know, about our struggles. But actually, one of the things I found really empowering and reassuring was having other people tell me about their um, sort of difficult times and that, you know, we, we can get through this. So uh, that was really helpful. I used um, exercise quite a lot, walking the dogs, just spending lots of time outside. And, you know, bit by bit, uh, things started to 
sort of settle and, and become a bit easier. And I came back to something of a more normal version of myself. Was there no one saying, hey, Sarah, let's, you know, why don't you get a job as a bank teller? <laughs> Plenty of people questioned why I'd want to go back out again. Um, I mean, I, I remember telling my mum, I was living at home at the time, and, and mm-hmm. I was really struggling, you know, just crying all the time, scared of everything. I really couldn't cope or look after myself. But I had this conviction that I wanted to go back to the ocean and that I knew in time I would be okay again. And I remember telling her this one day that this is what I wanted to do, and actually I was able to buy this second-hand boat, and the look in her eyes was just so sad. She said, you know, how are you going to cope, Sarah? And I said, I, I just know I'm going to be okay eventually. And I think actually having that really positive fixed goal of, of getting back to the ocean, that was also really powerful. You know, it gave me purpose. Mm-hmm. And you did and you did succeed. We've only got about 20 seconds left, Sarah. But how did you manage to time your trip so you're biking uh, uh, through, through Yukon in Canada in the middle of winter? <laughs> A lot of people ask that question, too. The really important timing is getting to the ocean um, uh, ready for sort of a springtime launch. So it was really that that determined it. Well, well done. Congratulations. I know you do a lot of motivational speaking, and uh, nice to have your uh, book out here in the, in the United States. Sarah Uten, O-U-T-E-N, uh, is the author. The book is called Dare to Do. Um, and uh, you can tweet her at uh, Sarah Uten, and we'll be right back after this break. Max's World with the Carries. Phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rudymaxa.com. We're back after these messages. Whether you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro, as it's what we all use when we travel. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags.com, and top luggage specialty retailers, or check out TravelPro.com to shop their online outlet. There's also a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. We used to think zero was a bad thing. Then we found Zebit.com. That's Z-E-B-I-T, where you can shop millions of products and pay over time with zero interest. Yep, zero interest, zero cost to join, and zero credit check. From everyday items to the latest technology, to tools, home goods, and appliances, Zebit has everything from your favorite brands, all at competitive prices. Right now, get up to $2,500 credit to shop on Zebit.com. That's Z-E-B-I-T.com. Zebit.com. For more info, visit RudyMaxa.com. Look under sponsors. phone lines are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at rudymaxa.com welcome back to rudy maxa's world with the carry it is segment three folks robert mary back with you again thanks for being part of our broadcast today before we get into the role of concierge in today's mobile app world we want to share that this portion of the program is sponsored by travel pro luggage So do you have a family member or a friend graduating from college or high school this year? Or maybe you're already thinking about Father's Day a month from now. 
Well, the gift of quality luggage is an excellent choice. We're proud to recommend Travel Pro Luggage as it's the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. And for over two decades now, Travel Pro has transformed travel since they created the rollerboard wheeled luggage and they take pride in their design innovation and durability. If you're in the market for new luggage, get the luggage we have. Get yourself some Travel Pro Luggage. You can check out Travel Pro at TravelPro.com for all their retailers and online outlets or find a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Okay, how many of you listening today use a concierge when you travel? Travel. I think for us, despite what we do for a living, actually I don't think I can honestly say, a concierge has frequently created some of our best travel experiences. Yeah, has, no question. Uh, we, you know, we live in an era of user review apps, mobile technology at our fingertips, but I still think it's very difficult to filter all of this information out there, and a good concierge can do it in a snap. With the summer travel season about to begin, joining us to discuss the importance of concierges is the National Concierge Association founder, Sarah Ann Kasner. Sarah Ann, thanks for your time today. Nice to have you here with Mary and me. Well, thank you. So, Mary just said, you know, we live in an era of user review apps and ubiquitous mobile technology, but we're always saying concierge are more important than ever for travelers, in our opinion. What say you? Well, what I say about this is that concierge are well known for having the inside scoop. In this day and age of the Internet and all of the technology that we have, Concierge use that, too, by the way. They use technology to do research and other things. But if you really want to know the inside scoop on a restaurant, on a florist, on transportation, or what's to do in another city that you don't live in or the city that you are visiting, you really need a real live person, and people really appreciate that personal touch that comes along with the concierge. The concierge is in it to win it every single time and they're going to take you to the wow factor so let me give you just a really brief demonstration okay, of sure. that well sometimes you know a person will come to a concierge at a hotel or a visitor center and they want to know you know where to go to eat and so forth let's say that they like chinese food there's a lot of chinese restaurants in every city aren't there but if you want the best in Chinese food or some place that's maybe a mom-and-pop restaurant, yeah, it could be a hole-in-the-wall place, but it's right. fun, that's it. Concierge is going to know about that. So you made some excellent points, and actually one of my questions, and you answered it already, thank you, was I think so often visitors think, okay, well, I can maybe snag a reservation at a hot restaurant with a concierge, but you've already illustrated they are certainly capable of providing so much more to the total experience. Sarah Ann, do you have a favorite story that you can think of that you can quickly share where you got some feedback that a concierge had such a positive impact on a traveler's experience? Well, let's just say that Concierge are masters and mistresses of all trade, and they have a lot of talents. Mm -hmm. And they have been known to find lost airline tickets in a cab that you just got out of and can't remember mm -hmm. the, you know, the number of the cab. Concierge have been known to run those down. They definitely They're capable of so much. They really can elevate your experience. So w we, as we said, we're big fans. We, we utilize concierge frequently. It's one of the reasons that I am not a big Airbnb fan, because I like to have the concierge at a hotel. But I did see something recently in the American Hotel and Lodging Association. They had a report out that said between 2014 and 2016, the share of luxury hotels employing concierge fell from almost 100% down to 82%. So is this a trend that you think we're going to see, or is it maybe just a blip? No, it, you know, it's not really trends, and we don't really pay a lot of attention to trends for a very good reason, because the hospitality field ebbs and flows 
just like the housing field does. And people come back where they are treated right by human beings, mm-hmm. not machines. Right. When hotels get wind of that and realize that their occupancy is dropping off, then they're more inclined to employ a concierge again. And you're seeing concierge today, you know, not just in hotels. I think that's important to discuss with folks because you're seeing them sometimes at health clubs. You're seeing them, you know, corporate offices have them. Uh, you know, it's, it's not just germane to really, the hotel. Oh, yeah. It's a vast industry. You see concierge in even the medical institutions. That's one of the fastest growing segments of our industry. Is it? That's interesting. So a question that comes up to us frequently, and I'd like to know what you think, certainly in your position as the founder of your organization, you know, when you work with a concierge and they do a good job for you, and I realize it's going to depend on the situation, but what do you suggest is the normal tipping scale for concierge for a job well done? Well, normally the rule of thumb is 20%. But here's kind of an inside track on that one. Although it's really nice to get a bottle of wine or a monetary gratuity, it's also really nice if you take the time as a visitor to write a note to the general manager and Mm -hmm. let them know that that concierge just went over the wow factor and you loved your visit because of the concierge. Something that all of our parents taught us, write those thank yous. So so listen, Sarah Ann, very interesting discussion. Thanks for spending some time with Mary and me today. Enjoy your weekend, okay? Thank you. Thanks, Arian. All right. I like her. Very nice woman. And you can't put a price on the help of a good concierge. You cannot. So, all right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Rudy's up next with segment four. And then Mary and I, we're going to return with segment five just in a few minutes. Rudy Max's World with the Carries is back in three minutes. Max's World with the Carries by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We'll be right back. Not available in all states. Recent Irvies is a subsidiary of Generation Next Franchise Brands, an OTC markets listed publicly traded company. Hey, Tracy, heard you started your own business. Hey, James. Yep, started my own Recent Irvies frozen yogurt vending franchise. It's the latest revolution in healthy frozen yogurt. My robots. Wait, your robots? Yep, robots. Each one of my Froyo robots delivers seven flavors of delicious and healthy frozen yogurt to customers within 60 seconds. I have robots at high traffic locations like malls and theaters. It was the easiest business decision I've ever made. And this is a franchise? Absolutely. Recent Irvies provides all the tools necessary to start. Access to premium product, local technical support, franchise coaching. They secured me these amazing locations. Now my robots do all the work for me, allowing me more time for myself. And the robots do the work? Yep. They work so I don't have to. Each robot only takes two to three hours of maintenance a week and part-time packages are available, which opens this opportunity up to everyone. How can I get my own robots? It's easy. Simply go to froyofranchising.com, enter promo code 7000, and submit your information. That's froyofranchising.com, promo code 7000. This is Shaquille O'Neal. And the Shaquettes. Reminding you that anytime, anytime is a good time. Good time. For the cooling, drying, fresh scent of gold bond powder spray. Like after the gym. Or a crowded elevator ride. Or golf. Or working with farm animals. Or a hard day's work. Like sports casting. You said it, ladies. Stay cool with gold bond powder spray. Stay cool with gold bond. <laughs> I'm Amanda with Communities and Schools. I'm in school to connect at-risk students with community resources like food, shelter, and healthcare. I'm in school to support kids coping with losing a loved one, divorce, or bullying. 
I'm in school to partner with teachers. So what happens outside the classroom doesn't impact students learning inside the classroom. Above all, I'm in school to help kids stay in school. See how we help all students succeed at communitiesinschools.org. If you're thinking about your next vacation, get to know FriendlyPlanet.com. They offer international small group tours at some of the best values in travel. Each Friendly Planet tour gives you everything you'll want. Airfare, hotels, transfers, most meals, a local English-speaking guide, and more. You'll gain insider access to unique cultural encounters that you just can't find with other companies. Plus, they offer something to fit all budgets and interests, even custom experiences. Get to know them at FriendlyPlanet.com or find a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. It's spring. Flowers are blooming and the days are longer and brighter. But research shows that longer days can keep you from getting a quality night's sleep. A good mattress can help. Casper mattresses have two high-tech foams that guarantee you sleep cool and comfortable. Casper ships for free in a small box so you can try it for 100 nights risk-free. Don't love it? They'll come pick it up and refund you everything. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress by using code Rudy at Casper.com or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Terms and conditions apply. Get out the map, get out the map, lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world with the carries. And the segment of today's program is sponsored by Zebit.com. You know, most of us say we don't like zero. I can understand that. You know, zero really isn't a bad thing, always. Be- and Zebit makes something Zero is something we can all live with and like. On Zebit.com, by the way, that's spelled Z-E-B-I-T, you can shop millions of products and pay over time with zero interest. Zero interest, zero cost to join, and zero credit check. Get up to $2,500 credit to shop for everyday items. It's a perfect gift for an upcoming graduation or electronics for electronics and appliances, Xboxes, iPads, tools, gift cards, and more. Zebit's got it all. All from your favorite brands, all at competitive prices, and all paid over time with zero interest. So what are you waiting for? You got zero to lose. Visit Zebit.com today. Buy what you need and pay over time with zero interest, zero cost to join, and zero credit check. That's Z-E-B-I-T.com, Zebit.com, or you can find the link, as always, at RudyMaxit.com under sponsors, by looking under sponsors. So, you know, we talk about a lot of travel. This is an interesting way to travel. It's a way to go through New York City, or Manhattan, I should say, if, uh, if, if you are Jewish— and there is a time, a holiday, where you must stay home, not carry anything outside of your uh, home because you're not supposed to be working. And uh, the idea for the segment came from a Wall Street Journal column I, I read by Alan Rip, who works for a PR firm or runs a PR firm agency in Manhattan. Uh, the, I'm going to let you, uh, Alan, pronounce the name of this. What should we call it? It's called the Erev, e, uh, and it, it sounds like Erev. There's a word in Hebrew meaning evening or nighttime in Hebrew, and people think Erev is that word, but this is Eruv, and it's a word that means mingling, mixture, combination. And the, the uh, context here is that when people who are Orthodox Jew, Jewish and uh, have to observe the 25-hour blackout period from Friday sundown to Saturday night called the, Sh- the Shabbos or Sabbath, mm-hmm. they are not allowed to, they're prohibited to do any kind of work. And by strict Torah definitions, work can include carrying objects, whether a bottle of wine, a casserole of food, uh, or even pushing a stroller. 
and the Erev, which is um, I- installed in Jewish communities around the world, uh, is a, a way to extend the p- private, personal uh, residence that you have uh, in your private life out into the public domain, and that's the mingling. And it allows Orthodox Jews to leave their homes, especially families with young children, people who are visiting friends, people who are carrying bottles to go out to, to, to have Sabbath dinners and lunches with friends, can go out of their homes, go out of their hotels, go out of anywhere. And it's a way to extend the um, the private out into the public. And the one in Manhattan happens to be, I, I believe, the largest such uh, enclosure uh, in okay. outside of Israel. It right. is now, an enclosure. Now, That's the point. Yeah. Now, we have to describe enclosure, because what this really is, and I've lived in Manhattan, and I've traveled there many times before and after, I didn't know this exists. It's, it's an actual wire that stretches from up in Harlem around 126th Street by Columbia University all the way to the to the lower part of the island, from Upper East Side to the Lower East Side. What, it's attached to telephone poles? What is it? To buildings? You could live here your entire life and not and know, never know it exists. Um, I happened to uh, uh, get a close-hand look by traveling around the city a couple weeks ago with a rabbi whose job it is to inspect the Arab uh, every Thursday and Friday in advance of the Sabbath because it is, as you described it, Rudy, it is a, a wire, in this case, very uh, tough nylon fish wire that extends on telephone poles and um, bridges uh, around more than 20 miles of extended line that uh, has to be maintained because if any portion of it breaks, it can um, ruin the breach the integrity of the entire line. So the rabbi has to inspect it, it very closely. Is it colored? Is there any way to see it easily, Alan? Only if you're staring closely or you're climbing up on a pole, uh, but it is there, and it's sort of one of these things. It's visible but invisible, and unless you're looking for it and really stare closely, you wouldn't see it. And in some cases of New York, uh, the Jewish community can rely on parts of the city's urban infrastructure to act as the Arab. So there are parts of the FDR highway and parts of the bridges and parts of the roadways that can act as sort of natural. Manhattan is a big island, of course, but for all the rest of the parts of the city, they have to rely on this strung wire. And if it breaks, as happens in bad weather or people throw tennis shoes over the line, that's why the rabbi has to kind of keep a close tab on it. But there meet people from uh, and it started out on just one little slice of the Upper West Side. But as uh, Jews became familiar with it and wanted it extended to their neighborhoods, there really isn't a part of Manhattan that's not covered except uh, two parts of the city that the Bible says too many people pass through. That's Times Square and near Grand Central. Fascinating. Alan, Alan, Alan Ripp is the principal at Ripp Media Public Relations in New York. Just a fascinating secret world that we travelers, only some travelers Connect see. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025. Or check in any time at RudyMaxa.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back, everybody. Robert and Mary with you again for segment five this hour. And in a minute, we're going to speak with Jody Rilena, a Reader's Digest editor, about secret national parks you'll want to visit. But first, this portion of the program is sponsored by Tripping.com slash Rudy. 
Whether you like the beach, the mountains, big cities, or popular tourist destinations like Orlando, Vegas, or elsewhere, this is your one-stop hub for vacation property rentals. Tripping.com slash Rudy gives you direct access to over 10 million properties, pulling from VRBO, TripAdvisor, Booking.com, and dozens of other popular sites. Their comprehensive search allows you to easily compare prices, location, and amenities. And best of all, you'll save an average of 18% per night when you book with Tripping.com slash Rudy. So start Start and finish the search for your perfect vacation rental at tripping.com slash Rudy and then go enjoy. There's also a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. With the summer travel season essentially here, there'll be plenty of visitors heading to the big-name U.S. national parks. But with over 400 national parks across the USA, we thought we'd focus on some of the lesser-known parks to consider adding to your travel list. Jody Relena is an editor with Reader's Digest, and her recent article, 10 Practically Secret National Parks You'll Want to Visit, caught our attention. Welcome, Jody. We're looking forward to talking about these national parks. Thanks for your time today. Thanks so much for having me. Hi, we appreciate it. So most of us, you know, we've been to big name U.S. national parks like Yellowstone or Yosemite, Grand Canyon, Zion, uh, you know, and others. But for those who haven't, they've certainly heard about them. Mary just mentioned your article on the secret national parks. I would love to know what were some of your common qualifiers for those parks to make the list? Well, you know, here at Reader's Digest, we have covered for years these places, you know, that we call off the beaten path, places that you'd want to visit. We, we have a book called Off the Beaten Path, and the idea is that, as you said, everybody knows about the big common places to go and visit, and yet there are so many hidden gems throughout the whole country, whether you're looking for something rugged like this or something a little more urban. There's just a whole country to see out there, and giving people some insights about kind of how to plan one of those vacations, because they probably haven't heard of these places was really our main goal. So, Jody, the list covers parks from Maine down to South Carolina. Uh, there's locations in Nevada, Montana, California, Alaska. One that really struck me was North Cascades National Park in Washington, which, according to the article, outside of Alaska is one of the best parks to see glaciers. Yeah, imagine that. And it's, it's yeah. only three hours from Seattle, which, right. you know, is, is a long distance when you're thinking about, you know, the complete change in the landscape. You know, mm -hmm. you're seeing these mountains. And, of course, in the winter, they're very snowy. They're very treacherous. Mm -hmm. But in the warmer months, it's just green and lush. And you can see all these evergreens. There are these crystal clear lakes that are formed by the glaciers. You know, this is the kind of thing that you really just can't see down the street from where most of us happen to live. And so, of course, that's a really unique amazing opportunity. There's actually a highway that you can take a scenic drive. It's called the North Cascades Highway. And if you can get yourself up to Washington, it's a really great place to go. All right. So I have a question about the fact that one of the qualifiers we see or common themes in these parks is they're not as well known, so they're not as well traveled. I'd like to know how the trailheads are and if you think that there are specific things visitors should know before they go. Absolutely. These are parks that you will probably want to do a little research on. We've given you some great highlights here in this article, but mm -hmm. if you're thinking of going to one of them, I would definitely look into them a little bit more deeply. For some, for example, we tell you you need to bring in all your own water. Right. There's no visitor center there, so you can't just stop and expect to get a map. Some of the trails well, I, might I not think be that quite... One, Jody, I think that one, you, that's the Guadalupe Mountains National Park in Texas, I believe, correct? Yeah, and that's yeah. really important to know so that if you think you're going to just drive in and get the scoop, you'll really want to kind of know more before you get there to make sure you've got you know plenty of food, plenty of water, the right shoes, the right, right hat, the right sunscreen and bug spray. These are all really important things so that you have a great time, not a miserable time because you forgot something important. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. So as you were putting together the article and going through all of this, I mean, there are 10 parks that are on here. Which one spoke to you most? 
you know, it's, it's funny because I, it's hard to pick one. You know, I have not been to the extreme southwest, so I was really drawn to the New Mexico. The Oregon Mountains Desert Peaks National Monument is one that we talk about, which means a lot of people haven't seen it. I have never seen the desert southwest, and just the thought of being able to see these mountains, you know, we say they look like nowhere else on Earth. Well, I would love to see that with my own two eyes. And then there's the Great Basin National Park in Nevada. I'm looking at that right now. It says it's a great place for amateur astronomers and geologists. I know, Mary, and I, we've actually driven through that area in the past. We went from California up to through Utah and up into Montana. Uh, but I did not know about that they've got the Lehman Caves that you have to call and, and coordinate. But talk a little bit about that. Sure, that's another one of those important things if there's something like that that you do want to call ahead. This one spoke to me too. I come from Iowa where there are lots of limestone formations and quarries and caves and this cave system is massive. It has these really unique formations, what we describe as bizarre underground flora and fauna. I mean, these, these are just plants that you won't see anywhere else. And when you call to get that reservation, you actually are signing up to have a ranger lead you through the caves. Yeah, it, and that's it, the best way to get the real scoop on what's going on there. It, it is a great list for sure. Folks, we'll have that on our social media. So, Jody, you know, thanks for sharing these U.S. national parks with everyone today. And I have to say, you know, with the warmer weather here for everyone, with over 400 around the country, there's really no reason not to go spend some time enjoying a national park, be it well-known or, Jody, as you just said, the lesser-known. So enjoy the weekend, okay? Thanks so much. You too. Thanks, Jody. All right, folks, and that's going to do it for Hour 1 of the program this week. For those stations leaving us, we are sorry to see you go, but thankfully for the vast majority of you or those listening via our live stream on RudyMaxa.com or perhaps the 24-7 TuneIn.com channel, there's going to be more straight ahead. After these messages, Mary, Rudy, and I, we're going to get to some more travel news to kick off Hour 2, and then it's a whole other hour of all travel all the time coming up. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.